You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Questions are all around us. Learn. Why is liquid cold? Learn. What is maths? Learn. Why does this Ow. hurt? Learn. What is the enlightenment? I don't know. And now, thanks to the University of Auckland, it's time to ready, steady, learn. It is indeed, and this morning in the studio we've got Claudia Gomez uh, from the Critical Studies in Education and Faculty of Education and Social Work Departments at the University of Auckland, and we're chatting about Slow Wonder, which is a book that uh, she has co-authored with Professor Peter O'Connor. Kia ora, Claudia. How are you this morning? Kia ora, Rachel. Well, thank you. The sun is shining. Yes. So it's a lovely day. Nice to have a bit of belated summer popping, well, that's right. popping yes. through now. Better late than never. Exactly. Great to have you in to talk about this book. It sounds really interesting. It's written in letters, sort of, I can never remember the words, epistolary, epist- what's the the phrase for that? Epistolary novel or something? A, a series of epistles. Should we just there put we it go. that way? That's a good letters. way of putting it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and it's sort of contemplating uh, belief and doubt in education and in contemporary university life. Tell us a little bit more about this project. It's a really interesting uh, premise for a book. Thanks, Rachel. Well, it was certainly interesting to us, I guess, because it runs counter to um, the normal way, I guess, that we're expected to write within the university, the kind of publishing and the peer review, the journal article impact factor, all of those things. So um, for us, it was just an opportunity to explore a different way to think about education in deep ways, to Mm -hmm. think about university life, but um, to, to write about it in a way that's a non-traditional form so for us that was quite sustaining mm. that's so interesting so is it letters between yourself and peter across the lockdown or how how does that actually um constructed so it's mostly peter and i writing to each other um but because letter is is a theme in the book there are also we talk about letters that we have written to others so i for example have written letters to students um and in one of the parts we've invited someone who um we went to the auckland art gallery to see an exhibition called Slow Wonder. It was a bit of a meta moment because um, it was a connection with Peter and the curator at the art gallery. This Mm. is the Bill Culbert exhibition. So it was called Slow Wonder and so we went along and so we also invited Julia Waite who was the curator to also write to us in response to our mad um, letters about about Bill Culbert and Slow Wonder. Um, Yeah so that's pretty much an informal letter format. That's a really lovely way to frame these type of conversations because as you were saying, it's not what you normally expect from university texts and it's not necessarily the way you get a lot of um, permission to write in as an academic often. What was, I guess, some of the the driving factors for the conversations you were having through these letters? What What's, I guess, the content of the book? It's really interesting to hear that you've got these art moments, but what what's the kind of through line in those letters? Well, as you said, Rachel, right at the beginning, it was, there was belief and doubt, a sort of really big, important words there. And I guess for Peter and I, um, you know, working within the university, but also in education, there, there is a lot of orthodoxy. There are mm. particular ways of doing things. Um, there is always the truth du jour. Um, and so part of the motivation was an attempt to think against some of those orthodoxies um, and to challenge and question some of the things and the ideas and beliefs that govern our lives, I guess, as academics and as people who work in education. So there was, yeah, it was that desire to... Um, 
think slowly. That's mm-hmm. the slow wonder part. To imagine alternative ways of being, alternative ways of writing within the academy, uh, and that really is was the motivation, the the main driver of it all. And how does it feel on the other side of this to to reflect on this as a project now? Do you feel like it's uh, fed back into the way you you work in the university space now, or is it something that feels sort of a singular project? No, I think it's it's sort of left. It's left little ripples in us, and both Peter and I. I know that for me, there's there's been a, a rethinking, um, and for lots of us, there have been after lockdowns and after the pandemic. Mm. But certainly, um, putting pen to paper in that way and letting the thoughts kind of sort themselves out on paper um, has certainly shaped some of my own recent decisions um, in how I think about the work that we do um, and its value. Totally. And uh, applying that to kind of like an education space must be really interesting because I went to art school and this is interesting to me because there's a lot of the way you write in that academic space in art school that sounds kind of familiar to this. Like there's a weird tension between academic writing and creative writing or sort of um, imaginative writing. I'm trying to think of a slightly better word than that. But that's not something that applied in any other course I was doing. And I wonder what it feels like for you approaching it from an education perspective to have worked in that space. Well, so Peter, for example, is coming from a theatre background. So, you know, story, narrative is obviously really important. And for me, prior to coming to the university, I was a, I was a secondary English teacher. So um, it is also something that really resonates with, mm. with us. Um, and it's, again, it's just about thinking of another way to do things and how we tell the stories um, and just making that come alive in the book. Uh, because, you know, classrooms, schools, education, university are all full of stories. Yeah. And, yeah, this gave us a, a vehicle to do that. Totally. Who are you hoping reads this? What's your sort of, I guess, target audience for the for the book? I think we would like um, anyone in education um, who has an, an interest or a belief. As I say, we, there's a bit of rage and righteousness in the book, but there's also lots of belief and love mm. um, for education that, that Peter and I both have. So anyone who's in education, uh, students might find it interesting. They might find it interesting to see the other side of things, what it feels like for us um, as academics, um, what the pressures are in our own lives, um, and what our own... Sort of our own wonderings are, are what we believe in and what we sort of hope for in the context of education. So fellow academics, anyone in education, teachers in schools um, and students, Fantastic. university students. Where do people get Slow Wonder from? Can they pick it up at the university bookshop or online? Where's the best place to go check it out? I believe the first, the best place at the moment is simply to go to Cambridge Elements. Um, if you Google that then um, and Google the name of the book, Slow Wonder, then there's an opportunity to purchase the book there. It's it's a little tiny book and it doesn't cost very much. So if Excellent. people are interested, it is available. Fantastic. Claudia, thank you so much for coming in this morning. Claudia Gomez, uh, Slow Wonder is the book written with Peter O'Connor. Thank you for popping into the studio. Have a great rest of your day. Kia ora. Thank you, Rachel. That was Ready, Steady, Learn! Thanks to the University of Auckland, the best university. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.